0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. The thing that once saved us, that once protected us, that once kept us safe, can also eventually become the thing that leads to our downfall and our demise. An extreme example of this could be medication. There are plenty of cases where somebody needed painkillers, for instance, in order to prevent their body from going into shock and actually killing them. But those same painkillers can also be a leading cause of addiction, where people struggle to wean off that thing that once saved them, that once kept them safe. Eventually, after forming a habit and becoming reliant on those painkillers, it can lead to addiction to more harmful substances, or it can start to degrade the internal organs our defense mechanisms work in a very similar way, where we adapt these mechanics in order to keep us safe, to prevent us from experiencing extreme amounts of pain or suffering. And those mechanisms that we build up within ourselves to tolerate harmful environments begin to degrade our quality of life and start to harm us more than they are helping us. It might be in childhood, you learned that if you just kept quiet, if you didn't resist, eventually the storm would blow over and you would be safe. Yet if you reacted or you tried to fight or establish boundaries, you would get punished for that either physically or emotionally. And in adulthood, what this develops into is people pleasing, where You feel the need to consistently appease everyone so that you can be safe. That safety only exists by allowing others to do whatever they want at the expense of yourself. Or maybe you were told that you weren't allowed to cry. You weren't allowed to show emotion and that would make you weak. So you constantly internalized all the pain you were feeling and never felt safe to express how you truly felt. So you hid this from the world. And eventually, this begins to rot you from the inside out. Now, we develop these defense mechanisms because it's the only way we know how to tolerate the stresses and the traumas at that time. When you are young and you don't necessarily have all of the tools that you may have now in order to process that trauma, we develop these tools that at the time, they are the best thing for us. They are what kept us safe. They are what allowed us to deal with the circumstances that we were presented. A lot of the things that stem from this, like substance abuse and addiction, or people-pleasing, or simply a total lack of boundaries, there is no use in shaming yourself, or punishing yourself, or calling yourself stupid, or thinking of less of yourself just because these things manifested from tools that you needed to develop. Because at the time, it was necessary. You needed the escape. You needed to disassociate and go somewhere else to escape the pain. You needed to develop this new identity that masked who you were. These were things that you needed at the time. But what it is important to do is to recognize that you now have better tools. And if you don't, to develop better tools. To develop better ways of processing these stresses, this trauma. To allow yourself to move on from these mechanisms which no longer serve you. They actually hinder you and they lead to more problems than they were designed to fix. In order for you to begin the healing process, you must first identify how you developed these tools, why you developed these tools. What purpose did they originally serve? Because you truly would have had a very good reason. You didn't just invent these things for no reason. You know, nobody just masks who they are or changes identity for no reason. It's because When we presented ourselves to the world, we were rejected. Or the circumstances that we were in were so horrible, we needed to go somewhere else. We needed to escape that pain, no matter what it took. We would do anything to get out of that situation, to avoid that feeling that we just couldn't process at the time. But if we begin to shame ourselves for this, if we think back, we think, why did I do that? you know, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I let myself make those choices. But those choices saved you at the time. You had to make them because you didn't know what else to do. We're always going to make the decisions that we feel best for ourselves at the time. And it's great in hindsight that we can say that probably wasn't the best thing to do. That probably wasn't the best answer. But at the time, that was what we felt Was necessary. That was what we felt we needed to do. And if we cannot forgive ourselves for these decisions, if we cannot understand and nurture ourselves, we are not going to feel safe to move on. We need to make ourselves feel safe and go, I understand why I did that. I understand why that was necessary. And those huge mistakes that I deem that I made in the past, they were actually The things that I thought I needed to do. I thought that was the answer because I didn't know what else to do. At the time, it felt like that was the only route. And sometimes there can be a huge logical disparity between what we know and what we do. You may know that this isn't the best thing for you to do or that's not the right choice to make. But that part of you only know safety in those decisions, in those mechanisms. So of course, to step away from that, to let go of that thing that has kept you safe for so long, is of course going to be terrifying. For most of my life, I pushed people away. I wouldn't let people get close, because the people that had got close had hurt me, or abused me, or betrayed me. So, of course, I was naturally going to develop this mechanism that said, well, if everyone's going to hurt me, especially the people that I thought should care about me, or should love me, the people that I trusted, or I thought should have my best interests at heart, and even those people hurt me, well, I'm not going to trust anyone else. I'm not going to let anyone else get close. But that long-term Is not a viable solution. I can't formulate relationships, I can't make friendships with that mechanism sabotaging everyone that I try to create. If I can't learn to trust people and let people in and open up, then I'm never going to create those relationships. So that thing that was keeping me safe was then leading to me isolating myself and feeling more alone. And within that loneliness, feeling even more resentful. And like, I couldn't trust people because I felt like, well, I've been left here alone and nobody has cared. And really it's me that's pushing them away, but it feels like at the time that nobody cares. And I did go through a huge period of isolation. I did experience this lack of connection with anyone because I refused to allow that connection to exist in order to preserve myself. But through doing the work, through healing, and understanding where this comes from, I could then understand that this thing that had been keeping me safe was now actually hurting me in a big way and leading to a lack of safety. Because I was getting depressed, and I felt cut off and isolated, and I was spiraling downwards. And luckily, I was able to recognize that this wasn't a tenable solution. I couldn't go on like this. I had to let go of that thing that was keeping me safe in order to move on. And I knew that now I was better equipped. I was more able to process those kinds of things, to recognize good people from bad people, to recognize when someone had my best interests at heart to when they didn't, and to also be okay that if something did happen, I was going to survive. That I didn't need other people, I didn't rely on them, but I wanted them. And from that position, because I wanted to open up, because I wanted to develop those relationships, but didn't need to, I felt safe that I could do so. I didn't feel like if I didn't have that, or if someone did try to hurt me, or betray me, it would destroy me. Because I knew that I'd be okay, that I could deal with it, as I had done many times before, and that I was equipped to not only better judge and avoid those situations, but to also be okay and deal with them as and when they happen. And that allowed me to grow, to move away from that defense mechanism, to move away from the thing that had once kept me safe but was now hurting me, I could let go of those tools because I had developed new tools and I was better equipped to deal with things now. I didn't have to rely on this overcorrective measure. I could allow myself to move on and it's so important to identify the ways in which we used to protect ourselves that is no longer viable. That no longer helps us. The lack of boundaries, the people pleasing, the constant need to escape, to not shame ourselves for having these problematic tendencies, but to understand where they came from, to understand that they were necessary at a time, but they're not necessary anymore, and to trust that you have changed, you have grown. You have developed, and those things that you once relied upon can now be set free. You can let go of these tools and replace them with new ones, find new ways to deal with strong emotions, to deal with traumatic situations. You can allow yourself to move on, to grow, and to heal.